Okay, everyone. Well, welcome back to another episode of Partnership for the Arts, where we talk art. Nanette, how you doing today? I'm good, Dave. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You're sounding a little scary Yeah, I'm, a, today. I'm actually not 100%. I, um, I feel fine, but I have this little voice thing going on. So, so, <laughs> so but how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling blessed. I've got my coffee. He does. Extra large. In my reach. Yes. And I brought it today. Yes. And we have... We have some news. Some news and announcement to make uh, to the listeners uh, about some uh, exciting changes coming to the uh, Partnership for the Arts talk show. Well, let's do it. So, (laughs) drumroll... Um, I am going to be moving to Sarasota shortly. Yes, you are. Yeah. So as my sister says, you're just moving neighborhoods, (laughs) um, which is basically right. I'm basically going to be moving about, you know, 45 Mm -hmm. miles up the road. You got the theaters. Yeah. Theater, art, and, um, who knows? I might even start doing some music stuff. That would be wonderful. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. So, uh, and it's it's going to be coming right up. So, I will definitely keep you um, keep you apprised of of right. how everything's going. Right. So, uh, with that being said, we look forward to getting some uh, good reports from Sarasota, i.e., via the uh, the theater junkie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, Nanette. Yes. Uh, you uh, ready to get going on the show? Because we'll have a couple more we're going to do together before you move okay. up. Okay, re- sounds good. Yes, as always, I am um, eager to talk to our guest today. So let's yeah. get started. Okay, let's go. This is Partnership for the Arts Radio. Come join us. As we explore the worlds of art. This podcast was recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. And you can find this and other episodes of our talk show on Facebook and our website at partnershipforthearts.group.org. Okay, everyone. Well, welcome back to another episode of Partnership for the Arts, where we talk art. And I'm excited about who we got on the show today. Right. Well, I'm (laughs) super excited also. We have with us today the multi, yes. I should say it twice, the multi-multi-talented multi. Kit Moran. Welcome to the show, Kit. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Glad to have you here. Can they see me blushing? It's just blushing. <laughs> so, we were all talking before we started the show. Uh, Danette? Yes. How about you start off with how you heard about this wonderful lady, sitting with us today. Yeah, so Dave, I have heard about Kit for a long time as a jazz singer around mm-hmm. town. And I saw her art at the Visual Arts Center. And then most recently, Kit and her partner in crime and longtime friend, um, Janina, Janina Certain. put together a show called Chick Soup that was essentially a smash hit at Charlotte Players. Sold out. I cannot tell you. I mean, I did see it, of course, but people, there was a buzz about that show. Oh, so, that's so good. Congratulations. Yes, we're so happy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, Dave, should we, uh, 
sorry, but should we talk about chick soup first? Were you feeling well, excluded? Well, I want to just mention, since we're talking about all the multi-multi-talents, we're going to talk later about where you're going into working, collaborating on a literal art program, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. So you got all three of those arts covered. Yes. Which we will cover. So, okay. Yeah, let's start with chick soup. Okay. So, because I, I love the story of this, because it also relates... Well, tell us, tell us how... <laughs> the cold medicine's kicking in. <laughs> Try that again. How there are too many, yeah, there are too many questions. So, yes, yeah, so how, <laughs> how this all began, because it actually dates back to your roots as a singer. Yes, yes. exactly. So, Janina and I have known each other. We've been close friends uh, since 1975. Mm-hmm. So when I moved down here to Florida, and, and we also worked together as singers. Well, you met at a club we met when a club. you were performing. You she said. was actually performing. She was, performing that she was okay. only 17 years old. The, she wasn't supposed to be working there, but, you know, that's past. I don't think the club's open anywhere. <laughs> Nobody's going to get sued. We also worked at that club. We mean you and your husband, Mike. Uh, yes, my husband Mike Moran okay. and myself in our group. And the owner said to us, he said, come on down and hear her because she's really good. She's only 17 and blah, blah, blah. So we walk in and she's playing and we're going, oh, she's really good. She was singing and playing the piano. She was 17 years old. So we introduced ourselves to her and, you know, we just fell in love with her right away. And we became just about inseparable. And I know you said you did some shows together. Yes. And what was the story you were telling? It's the cold medicine. It definitely had to do with like kind of wild 70s-ish. Cold medicine. I think did it have to do with (laughs) 80s. 80s, It was the 80s. With everybody Um, with big hair. We had big hair and we dressed funny. Um, I was dressing like uh, Madonna. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, right. Jessica she wasn't my favorite, season. by the way, but I dressed like her because it was cool, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, we had these uh, lace skirts that you tied oh, in. Oh, my Do you remember that? <laughs> the fingerless <laughs> yes. gloves. Oh, my God. the gloves, though. No, I didn't do that. So, anyway, and then Janina and I would dress up, and, and we bought these tights that uh, one was black, one was a red stripe and the other one was like you know like um, the joker you know oh gosh oh we had a ball and um the people that came to see us you know they were all dancing it was it was the club scene and that takes a lot of energy and a lot of work we worked so hard i mean we worked six days a week right 11 12 months out of the year and the cover band you know how big was the band kit we had the bass player who sang drummer who sang Mike wouldn't sing, but he did all the synthesizers. Then me and Janina, piano, bass, drums, guitar, and then the two of us singing. We had a ball. However, what happened was I said to my husband, I said, you know what, Mike? Uh, this is not what I signed up for. This is not why I'm a singer. So he said, I agree. So why were you a singer? I was a singer to tell stories, to sing songs that made me feel really good. Uh, and that, you know, that I could give and, you know, let's get physical was not it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we, we just disbanded and uh, started working in New York city. And even though we 
took a big, big financial hit. Everything, things grew. You know, our, our, our um, whole career just blossomed. And then were you still per performing with Janina at that point or just you and Mike? No, just, just me and Mike and uh, bass player and drummer. So we did our jazz because that's what Mike wanted to do. And I wanted to do that and, and the Great American Songbook. Mm. Um, so that's, you know, believe it or not, when you do something that is your calling. It works out like it's supposed to, right? Yes, and then that just bloomed from there, and people heard it. And... Right, and as it turns out, someone very special reached out to you, didn't they? Right. Yes. So, tell us who it was. Merv Griffin heard me. Right. <laughs> this is so cool. And what did he say to you? And said, I want you to open up my club in Atlantic City. And, you know, I mean, it just went on from there because we made a choice to do what was in our heart. Right. Right. When it's yeah. meant to be, it's meant to be. Exactly. Exactly. You have to do what you love. Mm -hmm. And um, and then, uh, you know, you open yourself up. Right. So we had to sweep some things away. But Janine and I stayed, you know, best friends. And, um, and so then how did you come to Florida? Well, because after Merv left... Uh, Atlantic City, mm -hmm. um, things started changing, you know. Um, there were different owners coming into town who really didn't care. Merv really cared about entertainers. He loved entertainers. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm getting a little corrupted. He loved entertainers. He loved musicians. He paid everybody so well. All the musicians that worked for him were hired. I mean, they, they got health benefits, wow. they wow. they got really well. So he had like the finest musicians working for him and hired me and we decided to leave the New York metropolitan area and move down here because I was working six nights a week. And when Merv decided to leave, um, things started falling apart for everybody in town. Mm -hmm. Merv was the only one trying to keep everything together. Mm -hmm. And um, we'd have somebody get David Spatz, get up on the roof every New Year's Eve, and David would tell you what was going on at the Sands and what was going on at the Taj Mahal and all these other places. And, um, and it was because what was good for Atlantic City was right. good for Merv. What was good right. for Merv was good for everybody right. else. Nobody else felt that way. Everybody right. had this competition head that uh, if you're making money, then I can't be making money. Right. He, they didn't understand. So right. we saw the end coming, and we got out. We got out of Dodge just in time. Yeah. And then why here though? Because one of the bass players that we worked with, that we are still working with, Dominic Mancini. Okay, but not related to George Mancini. No, no, not. not you're thinking of. There's we're thinking a lot of George. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Dominic is from South Philly, okay. and um, so we worked with Dominic, and he said, you know, you guys really should come down and see what's going on in uh, Southwest Florida. Ah, okay. So we said, okay, and he says, look, um, I have a condo down there. Why don't you two guys come down and stay there and just, you know, look around? So we said, okay. So we go down, and it's like a Sunday, and we, we're in Anna Maria Island. Uh, yeah. I call it Anna Maria Albert Getty Island. <laughs> and um, so we get down there, and, and there's a jazz trio. And everybody's sitting there eating, and every time somebody takes a solo, and we're going, what? Where are we? 
And then we, then we go, drive down. Uh, the next day, there was a concert we went to. Then we went to a concert on a Tuesday night. Then we go to St. Armand Circle, and there's a guy playing the Great American Songbook on a real piano outside. And then there's the Sarasota Jazz Club. And then there's this. And then there's that. And then there's art. And then there's ballet. And then there's the Black Theater. And then there's the opera. And we went, wow. Oh, I think, and the weather is awesome. We, came, we went back up there. We sold everything we owned and moved down here. So uh, when we moved down, Janina and I were having, you know, separation anxiety. Right. She said, and when was that? When did you move here? 2004. Okay. So Janina said, why don't we write a show that we can perform in? And then we can, you know, maybe take it on the road and do this and that. And I said, all right, that sounds like a plan. Now, this is all for chicken soup. Right. Yes. So we started writing songs and... We were on the phone for nine hours a day talking about these things. So um, we started dialoguing about our children, and my daughter just broke up with her boyfriend. And we were saying, well, I said, well, you know, you got to handpick your man. And Janina says, all right, that's that's one of the, let's write that. That's a good one. So I said, okay. So then we write handpick your man. And then we start talking about, well, you know, when I had a kid, it really didn't change my life that much because I still had to work. I couldn't stop working. Mike and I were a team, you know. So I didn't work for three months. And then we had babysitters and my parents and, you know, so we had people watching I'm still working six, seven nights a week. Right, know? right. So, um, but when Janina had her babies, I said, all right, she's having a baby and it's going to change my life. Oh, yeah, you caught in a net with that one. You know, I really, that was the song that resonated the most with me. Is it really? It really is because, uh, and, I, and a couple of other people in the audience said that as well, who um, don't have kids either. And, you know, you go through that phase when you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, your friends are moving into this whole different mm -hmm, different mm -hmm. phase of life. And are you going to have a have a part in it? You know, are, is right. there going to be room for you? Right. If you're good friends, there is. Yes, that's yes. right. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So and so we started writing all these different songs and we started saying, you know what? Uh, we just wrote ourselves out of this show. We can't really perform this because... And then we started dialoguing. There was this woman who, um, you know, the God song? Do you know how good God is? Oh, yes, yes. All right, yes. So, oh, you know, it's wonderful living by the water. Isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, that was good. That was good coverage. <laughs> so, um... But actually, that was my phone. I forgot to turn it off. Sorry. You know, I think I'm going to do the same thing. Too. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just, hold on. It's a great idea. Time to take a break. Everyone, hold on. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is George Mancini, and I listen to Partnership for the Arts, and it is a rewarding experience. Okay, everyone. We're back. And I want to thank George Mancini. The George Man City for that uh, wonderful spot. Yeah. So, Kit, before we took the break, the cue from the sounds of the ocean, i.e., my 
cell phone going off. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about the song, You Know How Good God Is. Yes. And that has a connection back to the times when you were working with Merv Griffin. Yes. So can you just continue with that? Because it's a great story involving all the talented people you worked with and you met. And how it ends up tying into Chick Soup. Yes, exactly. When I was working for Merv Griffin, uh, he, we recorded together. He would bring in all these people. I recorded with Rosemary Clooney. It, I mean, really? every time Merv came in, he brought in an entourage of people. And, and he brought in um, Bird Backrack one time, and Ooh. he wanted me to sing. Oh, that was a funny story. Oh, my gosh. Um, Bert, he says, kids, sit down. So I sat down, and, uh, oh, no, he said, I pulled out my... Bert Bacharach medley that I used to do on the ships. <laughs> so I do this medley of Bert Bacharach, and Merv comes and he says, come on, sit down with us. So I sit down next to Bert Bacharach, and uh, Bert says to me, Kit, can you sing Alfie in blah, blah, blah key? And I went, well, and Merv said, Kit can sing anything in any key. <laughs> okay. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. So I sang Alfie with Bert Bacharach. Really? And um, Merv wanted me to be in his um, show, his that New Year's cool. Eve show. Yeah. And, you know, sing with Bert Bacharach. Anyway, it didn't come to pass. And I was really upset. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm walking through the, uh, the casino and I'm like, putting my hand up to God and saying, you know, why did you give me all this talent for? You know, you promised me this. And I, and I almost said, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like shaking my hand to God, you know. I'm <laughs> thinking, there's a crazy lady. Yeah. Oh, just I, lost well, listen, lost. no, nobody yeah. noticed me in a casino. <laughs> so um, I come out of the dressing room, and there's this beautiful woman, black woman with beautiful red lips, and she's sweeping the floor. And her name is Gloria. And she stops me. And she says to me, do you know how good God is? And I went, um, she said, God is so good. God is so good that I'm retiring. I've been working here for 18 years, and God is so good that I was able to put all my children to work. Do you know how good God is? My 13-year-old son died in my arms. Do you know how good God is? I was... I didn't go to I didn't go to work that day, and that's how good God is. That God allowed me to be there for my thirteen oh years. My, and I'm like looking at this woman, going, uh, I'm looking at her beautiful red lips, and I'm going, I know it's you, God. No, I know I know you're talking to me. No, I know it's you. There you go. And she went on and on, and I said, Thank you so much, Gloria. And I just realized how good I have it. Here I am working for Merv Griffin. There are celebrities all over the place who are just coming in and, and just being so indulgent with me. And, and I'm getting paid great. I have this great husband. I've got this beautiful house in the woods that I've always wanted. So I went back and the rest of the night just flew by. So I'm telling Janina this story. She says, all right, let's write that song. Okay, write the lyrics. I said, okay. So... 
Wow. That's yeah. how that's how that song came about. So we just decided to put a book together. And of course they were all women different and, ages, different and, backgrounds. Yes, yes. The yes. whole thing and um and that's how Chick Soup came about. Kit, thank you so much for sharing that. That's just a wonderful story and a great show, right? It was super, very well received here. Mm. So, Kit, what's happening with it next? Well, um, there we, we have a couple of bites that uh, hopefully will be, I don't want to put names on it just yet, mm. uh, because I haven't signed any contracts. You okay. know, you don't want to jinx anything. Well, you can tell but, us okay. maybe not when we're on the air. When we're, yeah, right. so I'll tell you, one is in Florida and one is in Detroit. Oh, All right, so that that I can tell you. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we're we're still looking for more places just to get that out there. So <laughs> give me a call. And <laughs> well, hey, speaking of that, uh, let's get the website info. Yeah. So well, well, we definitely will put your website. What's your website? Uh, it's kitmoran.com. K-I-T-T. Two right. T's. Right. Mm-hmm. So we will make sure to include that. Yes. And uh, so if anybody wants to reach out to Kit, they'll be able to do that. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have to say Burt Bacharach. Yeah, I grew up on his music. I, I grew up on his music, oh. too. Oh, wow. Just amazing. Just yeah. great. Just yeah. great. And Hal David was no slouch either. Right. Right. Yeah. So, okay, so with all of this musical excitement and creativity and everything else going on, how... Cold medicine. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to ask the question? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kit, how did you get into painting? Well, I always loved art. I was always fascinated with art. I loved Peter Max. I thought if I ever painted, I want to paint like Peter Max. You wanted to paint like Peter Max? Yes. Um, Kit? My art couldn't be <laughs> further from Peter Max. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I remember going to Europe and going to all of the uh, the, the Louvre and uh, the Musée d'Orsay. Mm, wonderful. And I loved the... Um, the uh, Impressionist artist, mm-hmm. and I'd go in there and I'd see some stuff, and I go, "Oh, yeah, that—that's no wonder he's famous or she's famous. Oh, I love that. Eh, not so much, you know. Blah blah blah. You go through, and then I turn a corner, and I look up, and there is Van Gogh's sunflower, huge, mm. and I literally burst out into tears, and I—I I mean, it just it was so moving. Well, one of the masters, right? Yeah. I know, I yeah. know. And then we went to, to Rome. I couldn't wait to see the Pieta. They've taken the Pieta away and they put it in the center of escalators in a, ple- a plexiglass box. So you go up the escalator and you see the front of it and go down the escalator and you see the back of it. What? Uh huh. So we go up the escalator and as I'm going up, it was so beautiful, I burst out crying again. <laughs> <laughs> So that was the turning point for you. Yes. You decided you wanted to start painting. What happened? So um, one, it was around 2007. We were going to somebody's house for uh, dinner. And uh, she is an artist. And she is a wonderful watercolor colorist. And I always loved watercolor because it was very impressionistic. You mm-hmm. know? 
And my husband said, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm thinking, well, what do I want for Christmas? Manicure, facial, I can do that myself. I don't need, you know. So I said, you know what? I want painting classes. And he said, okay. So I told that to Ginger. And she said, well, I'm going to a, a class starting in March. And you could come too. And I said, well, that sounds great. So I thought it was a watercolor class. It was a, an oil class with a palette knife. Okay, that's, that's not where you usually start. Yeah, I started there. And um, which was great because I'm very, very comfortable with the palette. Well, yeah, I bet you started with one back then. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can... I love that. Well, I love that texturing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I'm, I'm comfortable with it. But after 10 weeks of that, I thought, give, somebody give me a brush, please. And that's... that's funny. In fact, I started studying with uh, Ron Sanders, who is here. Yeah, at the VAC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah and who we... Talked just to, just, yeah. yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, you know, he's phenomenal. Right. Oh, yeah. And um, I studied with Ron for about, I don't know, five years, maybe. Oh, I, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah. Every Tuesday afternoon. You couldn't touch my Tuesday afternoon. That's where I was. Okay, so, Kit, I'm afraid you're going to have to hold on to that thought because we're about out of time. Yeah. I know, it yeah. goes so quick. It goes so quick. Wow. Yeah. You know, like we just started. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. We want to make sure you come back for part two, so we want to wrap up here. Kit, thank you so much thank for you, taking David. the time. Everyone, we thank you for listening to Partnership for the Arts, where we talk art. And make sure you come back for part two, because there's a lot more to cover with Kit Moran jazz singer, stage performer, artist, playwright, illustrator. <laughs> so make sure you come back for part two, catch up with Kit, and we'll continue discussing her career, what she's doing, where she's going, the influences uh, such as Ron Sanders has had on her career. And we will catch up with you next time for part two. So that means Nanette. Dave. You have a good day. You too. Take care. Yeah. See you next show. This is Partnership for the Arts Radio. Come join us as we explore the worlds of art. This podcast was recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. And you can find this and other episodes of our talk show on Facebook and our website at partnershipforthearts.org.